I love starting like this, Jen. I love it. How are you? It's good. I like it. I'm good. How are you doing? Fantastic. KWRC, this is our fifth episode and some some big news to announce on the on the show today. We're excited for that. And we got a lot of great things happening over the next 45 minutes or so. And here's the let's start off with a bang, Jeff. Jen, is we in the over the last couple of weeks we've been creating some amazing stuff and having fun hosting this and people have been coming on and leaving some awesome comments and everything. And we're like, we need to leverage this because that's what realtors do. We leverage. So yeah. coming to you, here's the big announcement for today. I should have like graphics and everything up, but at starting <laughs> tomorrow. And I think if you look now, but starting tomorrow, we are, we have officially launched the KWRC TV slash podcast. So all mm -hmm. on your favorite podcast players, uh, you can get the podcast of the show, listen to it, take us wherever you go. We can be there with you. So that's pretty cool, Jen. I love it. I love it. They're going to be like, we can't get rid of these guys. They're exactly. everywhere. <laughs> exactly. And, and, uh, we're working with, uh, our in-house, um, designer and and so forth and and mary for now who everybody knows uh she's working behind the scenes on some really cool things that we're going to be providing and uh and some other things uh, all around the show so thanks shout out to mary for that and if you need design or branding or anything yeah. like that type of support reach out to mary yeah she's amazing she's done all my coaching stuff she does all the office stuff She's worked with tons of the agents and everything looks unique, right? That's my favorite thing about it. About it. She does so many people in a similar industry and they, they don't look like they're similar or done by the same person. She's so creative that way. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting comments here saying I'm a little muffled, so I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I, I might uh, I might do some other things here. Anyways, I'll fix that in a second. Um, <laughs> while I'm fixing my microphone, uh, we got lots of comments on here that I'll put on the screen in just a second. But Jen, why don't you take this moment and introduce our special, special top producer guest? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've, I've been loving our guests. It's so cool being able to do this and, and introduce them. And this particular guest is near and dear to my heart. She started with me in coaching as a new agent. She rose to a high level of success extremely quickly. She's independent. She's focused. She's a mom of two amazing, beautiful kids. She's a wife. She just moved houses. She's a killer agent. She's a social media rock star. Um, and she and all the games that she's playing right now. And so we are, that is super feedback. Hang on, hang on. Um, yeah, hold tight. Okay. Uh, anyway, on that note, kind of killed my intro there, but that's all right. We are super excited uh, to announce Steph Sove as our guest speaker today, our interviewee. Hi, everyone. What's hey, going Steph, on? How's it going? Thank you guys so much for having me on today. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to you both. Awesome stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to have you here. Sorry, Jen, I killed your I killed the big the big you told me I was building up and building up and then just bump. <laughs> Uh, here, this is the joys of doing live shows, but that's okay. Steph Sove, pleasure to have you here. Uh, I'll look in the, in the comments to make sure that my sound's okay, but, uh, some awesome stuff. So Jen, I don't know if you know this, uh, but Steph and I, although she's been with our brokers now for, I think, uh, three years, right, Steph? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. We've known each other a long time. And the first time I met Steph was when I would host investment workshops about six yeah. or seven years ago. And do you remember the bus tour that we took and we went on? I was so young. I think I was, Gary, when I met you, I think I was 19 or 20, a brand new investor. I didn't even know what I was doing there. You, well, I just you, showed up. You still look 19 or 20. I love it. <laughs> I was like 19. I wasn't even married yet. I think I came with Steve, who's my husband now, who's actually just my boyfriend at the time. And I'm like, yeah, if we're going to be together, you got to learn how to invest in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like that that was like a requirement. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. do you want to do in your life? Da, 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 da. Do you want kids? Do you want this? Do you want, do you want to invest in real estate? Yes. <laughs> That's so cool. That's awesome. I did not know that. That's so cool. So you yeah. guys go like, wait. Yeah. A long time ago, Gary was doing bus tours in Barrie for investors to teach them about the area, teach them how much they could make on owning these investment properties. And it was so cool because it was very unique and it was different. And it was a great way to start as a brand new investor. And that's was one way where you could show it in real life, showing other investors, you're on a bus with other investors, maybe you've never invested in your life and just being there to hear other conversations and seeing what was out there on the market at that time when we could. And Gary was yeah. hosting it and agent then, you know, probably a little bit younger than he is now. <laughs> Less gray in my beard. Yeah. <laughs> and and you were killing it, bro. I learned a lot from that though, you know, a lot about interacting with people and and finding a niche market for sure. Well, and that's just that's it. So and what I love about it, Steph, is and I still need to fix my microphone, evidently. Um you you started educating yourself even before you were immersed as a realtor, right? And and that's what yeah. I love. That's what I love. Um Jen, you 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 take the first few questions. I gotta fix my microphone. People are still people are going crazy, and I gotta get this fixed. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Um, okay, so one of the first things I'd I'd love to know, Steph, and you know, this coming from a you know a mom to mom side of conversation, we were talking about this a little earlier with COVID and the pandemic and the kids at home and real estate and moving house, and you've had a big year this year. So, what have you been doing to kind of get through it. What have you been, what are the couple of like tips and tricks for how you've been navigating all of that and juggling everything and, and, you know, how's that been going? Yeah, for sure. So thanks for that question, Jen. I think, um, from a lot of realtors, 2020 was either a year that you did really well or a year that maybe you didn't. Right. And for many reasons and yes, so our family moved during a pandemic. And uh, my husband also changed where he was working at the exact same time. And at the same year, I was I was having one of the biggest years to date in real estate. Um, and I have two kids, right? A two-year-old and a four-year-old to maintain. And of course, they're my priority. So in terms of all of that, I think to prioritize and sometimes you get caught up in trying to do too much. So for me, it was to step back and refocus and realize that, you know, all those systems that I had in place before no longer exist. So I had to start from scratch really. And first take care of my yeah. kids as a priority, make sure that they were set up in school, make sure that they had childcare, make sure that, you know, I prioritized them first and then took care of business right. second. And it's always been that way for me. It's always been taking care of them first as a priority and making sure that they're set up so that I can then succeed. So as long as they had yeah. a routine, I could set my routine up. And sometimes it wasn't perfect. Like I would catch myself sitting 
at a kitchen table. My son would be right beside me. I'm homeschooling him at the exact same time and I'm doing deals right beside him. And it wasn't perfect, you know, but I think it was huge in terms of me explaining to his teachers too, that I was also working from home and making sure that my daughter had a preschool to be able to be part of, you know, for some parents, they, they're not comfortable doing that. But for myself, I had to find a balance between, you know, mental health for, for everybody in our, in our household and continue to make so that I can put food on the table. Right. So just balancing really and leveraging what I couldn't do. You know, there's things that you can't do on your own solo agent. So I'm not part of a team. It's a little bit different for me. So I've learned this year to start giving tasks away and maybe referring Mm -hmm. out business or putting people in place of where I can't be at that second. And honestly, sometimes they're jumping in the car with me and they're coming with me to show a house, right? Like, it right. is what it is. You with it every day. It's different, so it's it's hard to say. Yeah. Kind of go with what makes sense for your family, really, right? Yeah, yeah. And and going back to that, like juggling and figuring everything out, and you've done a pretty amazing job of it. And if I'm not mistaken, you had a record year last year, did you not? Yeah, in your business. Yeah, which is pretty crazy if you think about it. So, I'm a solo agent with a four year old and a two year old. I moved to a brand new town, sold and bought my house and had the best year to date. And I think that tells you something about working under pressure. And it's when you have to sink or swim. You know what I mean? When you're under that pressure, some people do really well under pressure, right? And I think for myself personally, I think because I was under pressure and at one point I was thinking to myself, I don't think I'm going to be able to stay in this industry. Like it's so much, Mm -hmm. but it made me further because I'm like I have nowhere else to go like I have to make this make sense so yeah. I'm just do whatever it takes and if it means that it's not the traditional way of of selling real estate then I'm going to start a new trend <laughs> yeah. right like you know what? new trends are great we need them in this industry so you know go for it and, and teach everybody what you're doing and I think one of the things you like that I would add to that and 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 kind of comment on too is that you might think it's sink or swim under pressure, but really it's just you acknowledging where you need to focus your time and eliminating all of the other clutter because you you can't focus on it. And that's allowed you to yeah. prioritize effectively, right? Um, yeah. Which is amazing because you would think that that would impact your career negatively. And yet it was the complete opposite because you were so clear on what you could and couldn't do, right? Absolutely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, yeah. I love it. Hopefully everyone can hear me now. Well, anyways, the what I what I love about Steph is she just goes out and does it. Yeah, and 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 I've always admired about that uh, Steph is is you know you, you get something in your head and you just go do it and and you know that that says that speaks volumes of who you are and and how you are as a leader in the community and and just the things you do in the community like so I here here I am uh, publicly applauding you for the the leadership that you took over the over the christmas holidays and and in working with holiday heroes and everything that you did and led there we raised i should say you led and raised thousands and thousands of dollars and more importantly gifts to people that were in need of of gifts and you know people like you don't step up that sort of thing doesn't get done so thank you for leading us in that stuff it was fantastic yeah that was a huge thing because you know it's so for people who are self-employed they feel most times that they're already strapped to their to their max limits right but i think especially you know we are influencers too 
as realtors, we are influencers. So if we can use our social media platforms or our day-to-day interactions to raise awareness, and if we're not doing that, we're not doing our jobs, in my personal opinion. That's what I think. We have so many people following us, wanting to know what we're doing next, ways that we can help other people. Why not? You know, it, it might take away from your business for a short amount of time, but it it always comes back. You know what I mean? So, so I think sometimes people feel a little bit worried to join a group or join an organization or give back because I feel it might take away from my time for my business. But what it gives you in return is so much greater. It doesn't have to be monetary, right? Like just that feeling of feeling like you've given back. And today too, like they wrote to us from Holiday Heroes and the letters that we received from children and parents thanking us for how much we touched their lives during the holidays. That means more than anything, you know, it's not about monetary. It's, it's about giving back and using our platforms or our, our spaces to be able to raise awareness, really. So, yeah. Steph, I, I, and again, I commend you on, on all that. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where, you know, how, how you get involved even more on, on, that, on those types of initiatives. Because as you said, you know, we can all go out there and make money, right? And there's money for everybody, yeah. right? It's, 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 it's how, how then we, what? Yeah. And, and how we go but out there. Yeah. And, and, Is it not fulfilling? You know what I mean? Like, so you're going to make it, maybe make a hundred thousand, 250,000, whatever you want, whatever you want in your life, you're going to get to a point where you're like, and then what, mm-hmm. what does it mean to me? Yeah. Because it comes and it goes and you see it and then you don't see it. And then you have great weeks and you have great years and you don't have great. So it comes and goes, but when you leave an impact that stays and they remember you, and that's one thing that I've kept in my business right from the get-go, right from my first month, you know, documenting, helping people. That's what matters. Money comes and goes and it'll, and it'll always be there for everybody, right? So I just think we need to impact other people instead of just focusing on the monetary, right? Love it, love yeah. it. So, yeah. I, and I apologize for jumping off for just a moment. So if you've already went through this, Jen, I, I'm sorry. Um, but I wanted to get a sense on on Steph, you know, the story that you do tell and and you know the, how you kind of put your 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 daily routine out there if you will talk to us a little bit about that and how you just kind of allow people in to kind of see behind the the curtain if you will for sure so i started my career in real estate um in 2018 And prior to becoming a realtor, I was getting my license with a one-year-old and I was eight months pregnant at the time, trying to work a full-time salary job while raising a one-year-old. And my husband works really early during the days and at nights. And long story short, it was really challenging. And the biggest thing for me was becoming a realtor. I wanted to teach other families how to create generational wealth through owning real estate. But I have two kids with in, in my life and I can't just, you know, as being a mom and an entrepreneur, you can't hide from that, obviously, right? Like they're part of you and they're part of everything that you do. And, and especially moms, right? Like your kids gravitate towards you. So I remember starting this career and thinking to myself, what can I, what can I do? How can I become creative and let people know what's really going on behind the scenes and continue to be authentic. And for me, that's super important. So When I started my career in this business, I started to document my journey right from the get-go versus creating. So I've been documenting since 2018, my entire journey, becoming a realtor and a full-time working mom um, 
and I don't have an assistant just yet. I'm, I'm an assistant. I'm my own marketing manager. I'm my own, uh, I put my own signs up. I do it all on my own together with my kids. So I've been posting videos on my Instagram stories, on my Facebook stories for quite a long time, right? So I let people know when I'm listing a house, what that looks like, the struggles in between, you know, the, the spilled cereal in the morning while I'm rushing to go to a listing appointment, my hair's a mess, it's not perfect, and I'm documenting that entire process, right? So people engage and they love that. They love that it's not so staged, right? People want to know what really goes on behind the scenes. And I've been letting people in behind the scenes for a long time. When I first started this career uh, in 2018, I'll never forget it. it was a seasoned agent at the time. And they said, you know, Steph, if I can give you a little piece of advice, it would be maybe don't include your family or your personal life in it when you're when you're running your business. You know, don't show too much of your personal life. And I did the complete opposite because, you know, for me, it, it only made sense to let people know who they're working with. So the funny thing now about all this, now fast forward three years later, I have people message me on Instagram or on Facebook who have been following me for three years in my community who have seen me at the grocery store or are looking to sell their house and now know so much about me. Like, how's Joseph and Mila? I heard you moved to Innisfil. Like they, they've been following me for so long and they want to work with me. So when I go into a listing presentation now, or if I'm helping, helping a buyer or a seller sell their home, we know about each other before we even get to that point, right? So it's pretty cool how you can leverage your social media to touch other people and make them feel like they're part of your family, part of your life, right? So I speak to my audience versus um, trying to teach, I guess, if that makes any sense. Yeah, 100% it makes perfect sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think it's so important to, you know, allow people into your world because yes, they- definitely. And, and you and I have chatted about this in the past. In fact, I know all three of us have. They experience the same things, the ups and the downs. And, and as you said earlier, the spilt cereal all over the place and got to be in a, an appointment in a half an hour. And, you know, and they're still sleeping and they're still in bed. Like it was yesterday. The guy's still sleeping. Like it's, it's 830. You found today to sleep. Like I got to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people want to yeah. see that stuff. It gets boring when it's just about the same thing over and over and over again. So how do we keep our audience engaged, right? And that's my form of, of generating business is through online presence. And that's been my only tool. So I, it works great, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's interesting because I know, you know, Jen and I had these conversations in the past. Sometimes we try and you fit that square hole into the into the square hole, the, the round peg into the square hole. Yeah. And, right. and sometimes we force our version of legion on other people but if they don't if they don't enjoy it they'll they won't succeed at it and you found something that it. you thoroughly enjoy and you are succeeding yes. at it i, I love it mm -hmm. yeah, yeah and so whatever and do it really well right yeah 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 i was just going to share just through mine and steph's conversations over the past we when she was in coaching we went through a phase where she was out of actively trying to do a more normalized, let's call it version of lead gen. And she was at it, working at it, working at it, and just like really wasn't getting the results she wanted from it. And she just called me one day and she's like, I hate this. She's like, I don't want to do it. I'm not motivated. My business feels like it's fleeting. Like I'm not connected. I don't want to be at the office. And we had a long, we had a pretty long conversation around that and ended up at, you know what? You were getting the results from doing something you enjoyed. You were good at it. It was feeding your database. It was feeding you 
just go back and keep doing that. Like instead of trying to do what we feel like we're supposed to do, do what was working. Um, and then I think you shifted, she shifted back at that point and, you know, kind of just has stayed focused on it ever since. And it's pretty impressive to see because, you know, we haven't mentioned this yet. I, I know it was on some of the promotion too, but Steph was also rookie of the year in her first year. She also yeah. crushed it in Ignite. She was the winner of our Ignite Bold scholarship. Like she just came out of the gates. It was like, I'm just talking to everybody and I'm doing this and I'm sharing my story and people related to it at such a high level. So, you know, talk to us about that a little bit too, Steph. Like that yeah. first year what was... What was that like? Because that was a pretty crazy trajectory that you took. Guys, honestly, I was working. I was working another job in my first year. And it took Jen, which was my coach at the time, to say to me, Steph, it's either one or the other. Like, you're working day and night. Then you're trying to be a mom. You're trying to be a wife. You're trying to raise, you know, you're trying to have this home. You're trying to run with real estate do one or the other, you know, but focus a hundred percent of your efforts. And I can just imagine, I, I became rookie of the year and I only started really focusing on real estate six months into the year. So technically most of my business came after the summer. Mm -hmm. So in six months, I grew my income. I doubled my income. I doubled my income in six months. And that's mm -hmm. huge, right? Like especially for somebody who has a family to raise at the same time and, you know, doesn't have a nanny or doesn't have an assistant, doesn't have anybody to kind of, you know, put their stuff on, right? Like it's, it's just me solo, right? So that year was a huge year for me and it made me realize like, I've got this, you know, if I could do that while working a full-time job with two small kids, I'm, that's it. This is the, this is the industry for me. Right. And so I guess now, like looking forward, you know, every year you try to better yourself, you try to better, you know, your production level and that sort of thing. But I'm realizing now that, you know, some of those things I did in my first year, I can no longer continue to do if I want to continue to grow. So this year, in comparison to my first year, is definitely more about leveraging. So leveraging that I can't get to anymore in order if I want to continue to grow, right? So year one was great. Um, I learned a lot and I didn't join a team in my first year because I really wanted to learn what it was like to work as a solo agent first and really get a hold of what it was like to do all of the tasks on my own. I think Jen, you and I have talked about this before too. We, in my first year, um, we talked about, you know, should I be joining a team or should I be working on my own? And I guess that's a personal preference for anybody, but I think Jen, you and I talked and I'm, I'm a little bit of a control freak. Like I like to know <laughs> what's going on. I like to write my own deals. Um, I don't. I don't like to ask for help. So for me, that is something I'm learning. Like I'm still learning that. I try to do it all. So it's still in progress, right? Um, but I'm speaking on behalf of other women in business right now. And my, I guess my only tip that I can give you is if you're looking to excel in this business, ask for help. You know. It might not be in your, what you're with your tasks, but if that means, you know, you have to hire a cleaner to clean your house because you can't get to it. If it means you have to put your kids in preschool or you need to hire somebody to come look after them, like just make sure all your bases are covered. If your bases are covered, it's easier for you to do better, right? Cover your bases at home first and then you can excel yourself. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I love that. And I think that applies to, absolutely everybody right it's mm -hmm. it's a general like 
you know, I don't want to paint everybody with one brush, but it, it kind of does apply to everybody. If you cover your bases and you're confident that everything is secure and taken care of, you can focus 100% on what you want to accomplish and that will allow you to get there. And it's funny because when Steph and I talked about her leaving her job, one of her comments to me was, I don't know if I can afford it. Uh, yeah, and we did the yeah. math. We down, we ran the numbers and broke them down, and and you know she had already made more than she was going to earn for the entire year in that job. So you know from an outside perspective, it was it was a pretty easy advice to give because you're already well on your way. Um, but for her, that was a significant fear, and you know she had to let go of that security and and buy into what she was doing, right? And you know obviously you did it and at a very high level and very effectively. And I don't know, it's for me, it's really cool because yeah. to see where you are now and know where you started, it's uh, it's an amazing well, journey. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's it. Like even you know, Jen, you were my coach at the time, but could you imagine what my family and friends at the time thought, or no. you know, my husband? You know, I'm yeah. coming home to him. It's a, you know, we're married and I'm telling him, hey, by the way, like, I'm going to quit my job. Yeah, my, my coach told me to quit my job. Yeah. So I'm like, who's this coach you got? I got to talk to him. Yeah, what are you doing, right? Like, are you kidding me? I'm like, but watch. I promise it'll be worth it. And yeah, yeah like, pretty awesome going from one thing to the other. But listen, it's not for everybody, right? Like, this industry is tough. It's not for everybody. And I think a lot of people try to do it. And I think either you're in it or you're not kind of thing. You know, if you try to put one foot in and one foot out, it's not going to work. I think you really have to, you got to have that grip behind you and you got to have that motivation and that push every day. Listen, we sell, we employ ourselves every day we wake up. Every day we wake up, we employ ourselves. That's the way I look at it. And yeah. that's not easy to swallow every morning, right? When you've got a family to care for and food to put on the table and bills to pay, and that's that's the truth. It's not easy to wake up and say, okay, now what right so you have to have those systems in place and you got to have that ground covered so that you can do that um that's my my personal experience and you know it's interesting now looking forward i'm getting a lot of messages on instagram and and facebook because i use that as my main lead generation source and um i get messages from young women that are starting out in their career or want to become an agent or were an agent at one point and quit and now want to come back and they're looking for inspiration and they're looking for ways that they can get back into the business, going from being a full-time mom to trying to do both at the exact same time. And so I'm just working with working with other females in my community, other women who are realtors or want to be a realtor, um, people out of high school, people who are doing second career. And I'm trying to work with them one-on-one -on -one just to give my my advice and and tell them what to do and and tell them what not what could they could stay away from. Because listen, the last three years has been trial and error throughout, right? Some months are great, some months aren't. So it's starting to get a little bit more consistent now, which is great. Yeah. It took three years. Well, what I love yeah. about it, Steph, is, you, and, and I'll use your words, you know, some people try and do it, right? And, and the bigger picture is the people that are doing it, those are the ones that are succeeding. You're definitely one of those that are doing it. So uh, from, from Jen and I and the rest of KWRC and your family, uh, awesome stuff. Looking forward to seeing some amazing things in 2021. And the cool thing is, I know we've chatted about this in the past, is now you're at a new, you're at a new bar. And, yeah. and, and now that bar is the norm. So we, and I know Jen and I are really excited to see what that next bar is. Yeah. And, and I want to wish you all the tremendous success. Thank you. Thank you for coming on with Thank us. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate and it. Reach out to Steph. <laughs>
Bye for now. Uh, uh, I can't hear you, Gary. There we Sorry. go. How about now? There you are. Yep, you're back. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, she yeah. she is awesome. And sometimes, hey, here's the beauty of the type of show that we run. When you get when you get an awesome interview like like Stephanie Sylvie, you just let it go. And and, yeah. and we you know, she's inspiring so many people and so many of our realtors and and of course her clients. Uh, it's mm -hmm. it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I love I love hearing her story. It's just uh it's just it's just amazing to see where she where she was and where she is. And I I like you said at the end, like I'm just so excited to see where she goes with it because it's you know, it's up to her and the sky's kind of the limit. She's built an amazing base, right? So to be able to just build off of that in any way she wants, um, you know, it was a hard three years, but it's it's nice to see her her get there and, and grow from that. So yeah, it's and you know, she's a she's full of great advice and open to conversation. So if you want to chat and hear her story or talk to her more, reach out to her, right? She's 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 great for for that and for pushing and inspiring and, and motivating you to, to kind of do more when you need it. Very good. Very good. Mm -hmm. Well, we got, as I said, we got some pretty fun, uh, a lot of fun things to do uh, today. And uh, the first off is our top three. Okay, top three. So top three wealth questions. And this is not something that I can take credit for. Uh, my good friend Dion Begg came up with these uh, quite, a, quite a long time ago. And it was in essence of how do we, you know, he and I both have a real estate investing background and how do we help our clients achieve some of those same goals that he and I and others, many others are, are aspiring to do. And it was really thought provoking questions and it was in allowing us as realtors perhaps to help our clients in a different way. And the first question that he likes to ask Jen is, and, and it's more of a script that we can be talking to our clients, right? Mm -hmm. Jen, if I could show you a way to pay off your mortgage in 10 years, would that be a beneficial conversation? Yep, yep. Yeah, <laughs> good. Let's go talk about that right now, Gary. Let's All get right. out of here. <laughs> and, then, and then the net, the other question that he had, because he would, he, would, he would kind of put it together as three different audiences and he knows he's going to get, he knows that he knows that he's going to get uh, traction on any of the questions with, with the way he's got them formulated. The next question he would have is, you know, if I could show you a way to pay for your kid's education in full, is that a beneficial conversation? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> and yes, the, it third, is. <laughs> the third question, which we can all I think everybody should answer yes to is if I can show you a way to have more money during your retirement years so you can do the things that you want to do and you can give back to more people, is that a valuable conversation? Yes. Yeah, they're all good. <laughs> Three easy questions. And what, what the focus of that is teaching people, teaching your clients that buying investment properties can achieve those goals. And you don't have to go buy. And there's a whole there's a whole presentation. There's a whole like three hour presentation behind that. But we tend to think, oh, I got to go out and buy 10 houses or 15, 20 houses to make that make that doable. When in actual fact, uh, we can show you that you really only need to buy two or three and hold mm -hmm. them over a, a 10 to 20 year 
uh, time span and that you can achieve a lot of those things. And it's just triggering somebody's mindset. Don't, we, we don't want to go take people to buy investment properties because we know it's right, the right thing to do. Yeah. But if we can ask questions, and I know you do this well, Jen, in your coaching, if we can ask questions that gets to the root or to their heart, that's mm. what's going to change the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that lets them self-discover, right? And there's, there's power in self-discovery for sure, much yeah. more so than telling somebody what to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's all about, you know, we create some pretty awesome um, opportunities by asking questions. And, mm. and the better our questions are, the better opportunities that we're going to get that come in front of us. So there you go. That's the yeah. top three wealth questions for, for this week. Okay. I love Jen, it. We've got yeah. something big happening at Keller Williams next week. And um, why don't we just roll the video? And then after the minute video, we'll talk about that. This is pretty good. This is pretty awesome. <laughs> Hello, Keller Williams. It's Marlise, your KWRA HQ correspondent, here to walk you through some of the hottest new features of the Family Reunion digital platform. This year, the world's largest real estate training event looks a little different, but you can expect cutting-edge vision, innovation, breakouts, and culture to prepare you to win the real estate market of today and tomorrow. Let's start with the exhibit hall, where you can find the exhibitor you're looking for based on the business problem you're trying to solve. And while you're bouncing around, you can keep up with what's happening on the main stage thanks to the sticky video player that stays on the bottom of your page even if you leave your virtual room. Just don't leave your physical room. We're also thinking way outside the Zoom box with interactive workshops, breakout sessions, master classes, and my personal favorite, game shows. But the real theme of this year's event is connection, and there are plenty of ways to do it. Connect with Gary and other headliners through emoji reactions in the general session chat. Connect with your fellow attendees and grow your referral network by bouncing around the new topic and role-based chat rooms. And connect with your friends and followers by recording and sharing custom video and photo content in the virtual social studio. All you need is an internet connection and a passion for growing your business. There's so much more that's going to set FR apart from any other real estate conference this year. Insights from the industry's biggest names, a library of video recordings you can access during or after the event, and the final round of the first ever KW Script Off Championship. But it's best if you experience it all for yourself February 15th through 18th by registering for Family Reunion today. See you there. There we go. Family Reunion next week. Yeah, that's it. I love it. I have to ask, did, did you speed that up or does she talk that quickly? <laughs> she talks that quickly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's... There's so many things that Family Reunion offers. And uh, the big picture, though, is getting around, even though we're in a virtual world, uh, getting around like-minded people that are working towards the same goal. I, I mean, that is amazing. I know, um, you know, we've been just inundated with virtual, virtual, virtual conferences and everything else this year. And at Mega Camp, which is the conference that KW will typically host in August, uh, they did it on the virtual side. And I got to tell you, it was the best virtual conference experience that I have ever, ever had. And yeah. yeah. Fast forward six months, they learned from, from Mega Camp. And now I am so looking forward to family reunion on how, you know, just just not not to say like the educational pieces and those golden nuggets that that Wayne Clements always like to likes to talk about. But just the whole experience is going to be fantastic. What are you looking? Is there anything you're looking forward to, Jen? Like there's always some golden nuggets that whether it's Gary Keller or Josh team or whomever. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always been a fan of, uh, of Josh team just in general, his vision and the way he speaks. Um, but last and in mega camp, so same thing, mega camp was amazing. And, um, it, it was actually Tim Heil that would, who stood out to me the most. I, I did a couple of trainings with him in regard or on with him leading them regarding um, teams and leadership and, you know, that vision and the growth and the expansion and everything. And, he was just like, I mean, I remember seeing him live at family reunion when he was like the big rookie and, you know, he, he was definitely a different personality. You can see the growth that he's gone through over the past, probably, I don't know, five, six, seven, however many years it's been. Uh, and just to hear his vision and the way he explains it and the way he explains leadership and that it's, it just resonated so well um, for me. I'm really excited to kind of hear more about what he has to say or what he's doing with his team's and how he's structuring things and just as leadership um, in, in general, right? And then there's always great sessions that it's a topic you kind of would have never thought to explore. And sometimes I like to just pick something I know nothing about um, and just go hear what they're talking about. Because you, sometimes you can pick up something great that might apply to what you're thinking about or doing without, you know, knowing wh what you're going to get. And as sometimes we can, get, we can get bored with the monotony of it. So switch it up, right? And And see what else is out there. And so I'm, I'm pumped for that. Some of those really random topics that I'm going to pick and go learn about. And, and that's just it. And, and the cool thing is, you know, the, the presenters are, are well-trained and, and fantastic presenters. Mm -hmm. And I think more importantly, uh, they walk their talk. I can't think of another phrase, but they do. Yeah. And, and, you know, in, in the Toronto area, for instance, we might have some of our, um, we might have some of our agents that'll do 100 transactions a year, 300 transactions a year. And I think at, at the top of the Toronto Real Estate Board, there's only one agent or one team that does over 1,000. Yeah. And at, in KW, there are countless teams that do over 1,000 in the States. And just seeing how they think and look at things on a big picture scale, uh, you might yeah. think, oh my gosh, that'll never be me. However, they, they've worked through the exact same things you and I do, it's just at a different level, right? Yeah. And and I yeah. love seeing that type of thing for sure. So family reunion, reach out to Jen or I if you would like to go. Uh, we can certainly uh, help you and support you make that happen. It is a fantastic event. You're gonna learn so much and, um, and, and just get out there and do it. You don't have to take part in the entire three days. If you know, if you can dedicate even an hour a day and whether it's, you know, Gary Keller's keynote speech or what have you, uh, you're going to get access to the entire library of, of, of videos for, I think it's up to two months afterwards. So you can always go back and mm -hmm. watch stuff. So that'll be, that'll be pretty awesome. Very good. Yeah. And, and don't forget when you're watching it too, you know, don't compare yourself necessarily to other people's successes we're there to learn and to implement right not to not to get down on ourselves and go oh i'm not doing that it's more to go oh that's how you do that okay got it now i'm going to go implement it right so so it, it can be overwhelming so for those of you that are new just be prepared <laughs> be prepared you're going to get a lot yeah. out of it it'll be drinking from a fire mm -hmm. hose times 10 yeah. but that's okay yeah. that's okay yeah. okay moving yeah. on jen I like this segment. What would you do? So Jen and I were talking yesterday, setting up the show, and um, we had an interesting conversation. And this has come up uh, a couple of times now is, you know, there are not a lot of listings out there. And 
tremendous amount of buyers and we might find ourselves in a position where we have more than one buyer wanting to put an offer in on the same property. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? So Jen, I gotta, let's, let's ask, like, what do you do? How do you handle that conversation? What does that look like? Uh, you run away, Gary. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, historically, I've had different responses to this. Um, my answer now would be that I, I would explain to all the parties what the situation was, and I would gracefully step away from one of the clients and bring an agent in that I trusted and know. And in, in our situation with the team, you know, it's a little easier to pull in Dylan or pull in Cease or something like that. In general, though, I would bring in an agent um, that I have a good relationship with and, and trust. Um, and Mary, <laughs> thanks, Mary. And uh, I would ask them to to represent however many other clients there were. So if there was, you know, two or three buyers that all wanted to offer on the same property, I would bring in two or three agents, and I wouldn't be held to the outcome of oh, I'm going to lose money if they win that win that deal. I'm I'm looking at I'm going to provide the fiduciary duties to everybody involved and make sure everybody's protected at a high level. So I think that would be, you know, currently what I would do, although I've, I've done it differently in the past, I will admit. So, yeah. 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 And likewise, I, Jen and I were chatting yesterday about this and um, depending on the scenario, I had one scenario where it was multiple offers, uh, a, fl a flip style property. And I actually had five different clients or buyers wanting to put an offer on the same property. And I was very clear with them up front that I was presenting offers uh, for other buyers. We set them all up on customer service agreements. And, mm. um, and unfortunately, you think if I had five, I'd get the property. I, I came in second. Well, at least that's what the agent told me. But I, I think thinking back, yeah, I would do it differently. I would refer the other four out. And quite honestly, what I would do is I'd pick the buyer that I thought had the best chance of acquiring that property and refer, refer right. the other the other ones out. And knowing yeah. that they're gonna to go to an agent that is gonna provide them with the services they require. And I'm gonna to continue to work with that client after this offer. And, um, mm -hmm. but it, it happens and we're gonna see more and more of that. I think, I think to refer it out is the smartest thing to do and and yeah. and explain how that looks and, and explain you know you're taking care of them from the fiduciary duty part as jen said but that's how i would look at it for sure or you run yeah <laughs> or you run yeah, yeah. yeah i mean if, if christine were here you know there's a lot of gray area once you start to get with more when you when you're working with more than one person and how do you stay you know even in customer service how do you stay in that window and and not have an impact how you're guiding subconsciously or not right so i think for everybody's best interest it is the best way but it, it is it is hard in the moment to kind of you know walk away from potentially three buyers like it's more uh, higher odds that you're going to get that property right yeah. um that being said you know you can get an agreement with an, an agent partner and say hey when this especially in this market if you're in this situation i'll help you out if i'm in this situation you help me out and you, you have a, a deal in place that, that everyone's on board with and then everybody's happy, right? Yeah. Everybody absolutely. wins. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, re refer it out and, and take care of your, of your clients that way for sure. And you might think you're not taking care of your clients. You are by referring it out mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Okay. Let's move on. All right. Mm -hmm. 
I like this one. <laughs> Quick takes. We got some good stuff We're here. Back. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so Quick takes again. That's where we throw up some throw up. That sounds terrible. <laughs> we place on the screen <laughs> uh, a couple different topics and we have two minutes to kind of discuss it. And yeah, you know, many people are making comments. So please type your comments in, even if it's on the replay, type your comments in. Jen and I often circle back to those comments and, and reply to them for sure. Uh, that's fantastic. Good stuff. Okay, so our comments. Uh, today are simply this. I got to find them. Here we go. Our, here we have it. Uh, submitting two offers on one property. That's by one one client, uh, whether it's a buy or lease. Uh, showing uh, showings for clients. What does that look like? Uh, being the listing agent, do you show for for other buyers? And uh, authenticine versus DocuSign. Offer presentation over Zoom and the affordability conversation people being priced mm -hmm. out, but still wanting to put offers in. So Jen, the first one, submitting two yeah. offers on a property by the same client. Now, I know we've talked about it in the past for the uh, purchase, but let's talk about it from the lease side because we're starting to see that now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the short answer is don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. Uh, it is coming up a lot. And, you know, the, the challenge with that in any situation is that when both offers have an irrevocability period and it's been submitted, they can both get accepted. And if they both get accepted, then that can get you into some issues in regard to deposit monies, in regard to backing out of one of the agreements and your reasoning behind that. Um, we see this with obviously with buyers as well. But the, the big challenge here is when we when we go into an offer, we're, we're doing it with good faith, right? With the with the purpose of completing the agreement of purchase and sale or the agreement to lease that we're, we're offering to the seller. And so when we get into a, an area where it can be shown that maybe we didn't enter into it with that intent, that's going to cause some problems. And if, if you get pulled up in front of Rico or anything like that and you have a paper trail that can show that, you're in a lot of trouble as an agent. Lease or buy, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's the ethics of it, right? What are we supposed to be doing? And how are we representing our agents? Are there buyers, clients out there doing this and agents? Yeah, sure, there are. Unfortunately, we're seeing it happen a little bit more often because of the market. Um, are, is it the right thing to do? Is it ethical? Are you being an agent of high integrity when you do this? Absolutely not, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it just doesn't make sense to put, submit multiple mm -hmm. offers on multiple properties. You know, whether mm -hmm. you're leasing, buying, uh, the whole ethics piece of it, you know, uh, that's where we need to educate our clients for sure. For sure. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Okay, let's move on to the next one. We got still had lots of time there, but that's okay. I started the clock late. Okay, the next one. <laughs> Showings for clients. So what does that mean? I have a listing and a client calls or a buyer calls and they say, hey, I want to come see your property. Are you working with a realtor, we ask? And they say, yes, but we have an agreement that the realtor says, go look at properties, then I'll submit a, uh, an offer if I like it. What do we do in that situation, Jen? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, we got to love those comments. Um, I mean, there's that's a double-edged sword, in my opinion. There's There's two sides to it. You know, obviously, we want the people to see the property. We want potential buyers, especially qualified buyers who are going to bring us a good offer. We want to get them through the house. If their agent can't be there, for a, re for a specific reason, 
um, you know, as a listing agent, we have the ability to go and get them through that property, even if they're not our client. And, and, and a, lot, a lot of people are probably like, well, no, I don't agree. And I understand that. But here's the second part of that conversation. If that agent calls and says, hey, listen, here's this predicament I'm in. I can't make it to this appointment. Can you do this for me? I would do that all day long for an agent. No problem. Absolutely. I will do it. If I get that information because I'm qualifying a client and their agent hasn't explained to them enough to tell, say, hey, let me call that agent for you and have this conversation, then that's different. And I would say, you know, no, I wouldn't do it. And I know we've been in a few scenarios where that's happened to us with listings and we found out after showing the property and, you know, A, it's a reminder, qualify, always qualify. And, and B, you know, it's that kick to go, I just I just wasted my time. And now this agent wants to take that 2.5 if they buy this house. And that's why we're seeing that clause come up in offers saying, you know, if I show your client the house, then I get a referral fee of like 25% or whatever the exact, I don't remember the exact language. Um, that's what's creating that because that's how often this is happening. So um, I guess I have two answers <laughs> on this one. <laughs> Not a quick take, apparently. No, the, the quick take is awesome. If if you, if that's what the buyer says, please provide me with your with your uh, agent's contact information and talk to that other agent. I wouldn't do mm -hmm. anything until you've had a conversation with that other agent. Remember, seek to understand. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Seek to understand, and then and then make your your appropriate decisions uh, based on that. So that's it's important. Very, very important. Yeah. Okay, Jen, AuthentiSign versus DocuSign. I said yesterday, I'm going to defer to you on this because you, you use most <laughs> of them. Uh, or you use both and, and quite regularly as opposed to what I do. We get them both. Here's the cool thing. So for those that are looking at this, you're like, what? I, I, I would pay for one or not the other. First, AuthentiSign, we get three free through Charm Real Estate Board, which is pretty awesome. Secondly, mm -hmm. uh, DocuSign, as a, as a KW member, uh, we get that provided to us for free as well. So we actually have a choice being here at KW. Jen, mm -hmm. what do we use? Like They're both there, they're both free, they're both pretty good. What do you suggest? Yeah, um, quick answer is AuthentiSign right off the bat. Um, and the reason for that is because it's integrated into Treb and Stratus. Um, and so what that means is when you're prepping an offer, when you're broker loading a listing, um, when you're, you know, doing anything regarding creating forms, you can, they're linked. So they're, they're speaking to each other. So I can pull the data in from Stratus into my offer kit. I can up upload my MLS listing data sheet into the add edit section. So I don't have to retype everything, which a lot of people don't know about actually. Um, I can create my templates and put my, my clauses in, which you actually can also do in DocuSign. So that's kind of cool in both features, but it's the integration of it. It's what it, it's, it's the time that it's gonna save you over the course of the year when you know how to use it properly. It's got lots of tips and tricks. It's really effective. DocuSign is fantastic. It's also a great program. And if you're not great with tech and you're comfortable with it, go for it. Stick with that. Um, however, you are, it is going to take you longer. It's a longer process to do it through DocuSign. There's more steps to using DocuSign. So AuthentiSign for the win on that one. For the win, I like it. Yeah, if you can mm -hmm. live in the same ecosystem, that's a word that we often use at KW. That's where you want to yeah. live for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. So I, I mentioned this to Jen yesterday. You should have seen her face. <laughs> offer presentation. So obviously right now, COVID and, and what have you, uh, offer presentation over Zoom. 
Uh, would you encourage that, do that as a listing agent? And, and I'll take the first crack at this, Jen. Um, mm -hmm. First of all, I'm going to talk to my, my sellers to understand uh, what their expectations are and allow my conversation to, to set some of those expectations too. And I would say, yeah, I, I would say, cool, this is a neat environment where we, where, where we get to try and do different things. And if this is going to help solidify the sale, uh, provide some other insight. Remember, here's what, here's, uh, let me let you in on a little secret as I lose an earpiece. That's okay. Um, let me let you in on a little secret as I was about to say. You know what agents love to do? They love to talk. <laughs> so me as a listing agent, perhaps I get to ask a couple of questions differently or more. And this is another forum that I might be able to learn some other information on. So if you're a buyer's agent out there, do the opposite of what I just said. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's the way I would look at it. If I'm a buyer's agent, a hundred percent, I'm going to, I'm going to present in person via zoom every time I possibly can. That That's just because mm. I, I, I want it. I want that opportunity. I, instead of just firing over an email with a text or a phone call, I want to see people face to face. That's me. I haven't started the clock on the last couple of these, Jen, but that's, that's yeah. just the type of show we're running today. <laughs> I love it. We're, we're going off the book. Um, yeah, I, I'm the exact opposite. I would, I would just say no, I wouldn't want to do it. Um, and my main reasoning, I'll, I'll be your points are actually really good. And I hadn't heard that argument yesterday. So you kind of swayed me a little bit. Um, <laughs> however, the idea of dealing with agents on technology with my clients on technology and trying to coordinate that um, and make sure that everything works the way it's supposed to and getting all the documents and not having it become more challenging and take way more time than it probably would otherwise, that would probably be my biggest deterrent. I feel like it could get really messy and complicated. I can see the perspective of hearing what they have to say and maybe getting that additional information. And I agree with that 100%. To me, the headache of trying to navigate it and make sure everyone was set up is way worse than the results of getting that information, I think. <laughs> end that with I think. <laughs> <laughs> Had it always end a good script, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Very good. That it, it's and that's the beauty of it. You can try different things, have different conversations, and you're right. Maybe there's clients that shut the door on that, and there's other clients mm -hmm. saying, "Hey, maybe that provides us with a different opportunity." So, so yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So the next one, affordability. Okay, I'm gonna start the clock. Actually, I'm gonna start the clock after the explanation. So Jen had a great conversation, a great question yesterday to me. How are we handling the conversation with our buyers that are getting priced out of the market and they can no longer afford the house that they were looking at, yet they still want to put the offer in on those houses? You want to go first? Um, yeah, sure. I can go first. So I, uh, I always fall back on the old, you know, money versus expectation conversation, right? And, and so the approach I would take is to say, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, I can understand that you you love this home. And let's take a look at what the market is telling us right now. So correct me if I'm wrong. This is your budget. And is there any more room in that budget? You know, they're going to answer that. Great. So now here's what we're looking at in the market. Here's properties you're interested in. Here's what they're actually selling for. And here's where we land. 
So when you look at that, do you believe your budget is in line with your expectation of the home you're going to buy? And then allow them to self-discover that, yes or no, and then kind of shift from there to going, okay, so now we've got our three options, right? We can change what we're buying, we can change our budget, or we can change our location. So which one would you like to do? Yeah, that, I can't add any more to that. <laughs> and I think, I think the best part, what you did there, Jen, is you laid it out for them, right? And, you, and, and sometimes you've got to work with them on their actual budget because maybe they've not done it to the extent that they need to do it, right? And, mm -hmm. and you know, work back with them from, here's the purchase price, here's what your down payment's gonna look like, and here's the mortgage with the monthly payments, as well as, here are the taxes, here's what we can estimate on the insurance and where the utilities will come in, and, and that budget, it, as Jen used the line, does that align with your expectations or within your means? and allow them to self-discover the yes, no, or, or let's, let's self, you know, let's adjust. Having them self-discover mm -hmm. is one of the most powerful, powerful tools um, any agent can, can have, well, they have in their, in their arsenal is providing enough information so clients and people can self-discover for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like it, I like it. So lots of great stuff this week and um, we're always, you know, Jen and I have a lot of fun doing this. Uh, we have a tremendous mm -hmm. amount of fun putting the show together and talking about it. And here's the neat part is we do spend about an hour or more uh, kind of researching for the show or we text each other throughout the week. Okay, this is going to be a really great topic because I just saw or I got asked this and I don't know how I'd ask this. So, Jen, what would you say? So, a lot of the times yeah. when I say, what would you say? It's because I want Jen to answer before I do. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's all good. We, we do have a lot of fun uh, hosting the, these shows. And next week uh, is going to be pretty cool. Uh, we're going to do, we're going to tune in live from Family Reunion next week and, and kind of give you the inside the look to see what, uh, what's going on at Family Reunion because that starts next week. And, and uh, we'll have lots of great stuff coming out of, out of that week as well. Yeah. Yeah. Next week's going to be a good one. Lots of sharing of what we've picked up so far, what we've been checking out, little nuggets that we can give to you guys from the classes we've been attending. So it's going to be fun, different and fun. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah. So for Jen Silbernagel, I'm Gary McGowan from Keller Williams Realty Centers. And thanks for tuning in. Looking forward to seeing everybody next week. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs>